You are listening to Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Joseph Rodriguez, and here we discuss topics on personal development and entrepreneurship. These podcasts are audio extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video by visiting josephrodriguez.com download. If you enjoy these discussions, consider my home study programs at onlinetrainingforentrepreneurs.com. Today we discuss the autotelic personality, as coined by psychologist Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And we're going to talk about it in relation to four aspects which are interconnected with each other. They are spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. So I consider the autotelic to be a harmonious embodiment of all four aspects. An autotelic person is able to experience flow even in the face of seeming obstacles and challenges that would have perhaps one time stifled them. They're able to transmute them into opportunities, and I'd like to further encourage this with you as well. The term autotelic comes from the Greek word auto, which means self, and telos, which means purpose. Thus, an autotelic person is one who finds purpose and meaning wherever they are. As I say sometimes, see everything as harmoniously related to your vision and your vision as harmoniously related to everything else. I see the vision as a divine plan of what we shall one day realize, and thus everything was set up, plotted, and planned to let it be so. Therefore, we always encourage, even if the world seems to not, encourage it in the silence, for what you speak in silence is heard, and what is heard in the silence is done for you. This kind of inward relationship uncovers your own meaning, which may be the same as others, or maybe not. This meaning, I found, translates into a spiritual relationship, and I believe that it actually contributed to certain spiritual experiences that I had, which we'll talk about later. I consider spirituality to be an individualized inner journey, as maybe you felt the same on your path, where perhaps in the earlier stages, what was presented as spirituality resonated in certain aspects, yet as you progress, you realize that it was time to release certain beliefs and connect the symbolic dots within you to the relationship with the divine. When I was a kid, I used to always find symbolism in anything. And some would say to me, oh, you're just imagining things. That's not the way it is. And as we discussed in Thursday's video last week, I'll link in the description to it. Imagination is the divine gift to humanity. I believe the divine speaks to humanity through imagination, and thus visions are gifts from the divine. The divine teaches a child through imagination. Look around. Every invention, innovation, or artistic expression, be it in the arts and sciences, were first flashed upon the mind's eye. It was first imagined. As a matter of fact, in the Master Key System by Charles Hanel, Numerous exercises were provided to deepen the relationship with imagination. I did a video on the exercises. I'll link in the description to it. So here's a list of some characteristics of an autotelic, which, again, is to 
Listen to yourself, trust yourself, true inner voice beyond the mental chatter and opinions and beliefs. The outer world is made up of opinions and beliefs anyways. Some helpful, some not so much. Commune with your own heart. You already know the way. You've known it since you were a child. As a matter of fact, be aware as we're going through these how they resemble childlike attributes. First we have the ability to be completely immersed in an activity from a state of flow. So it's one thing to be involved in an activity from a state of unhealthy stress and frustration. And it is another thing to be immersed from a state of flow. Flow can be found in what one would consider also as mundane tasks, such as doing the dishes, folding laundry, cleaning their place, and administrative tasks. And it can be found automatically in what we genuinely love to do. What I found working with others and including myself, the majority of the cases seem to find flow in what they love to do. As mentioned, we can also experience flow in what one may consider mundane activities. So rather than just going through the motions of doing a task, you can do it from a state of flow. Otherwise, I delegate, automate, or eliminate in part or in whole or in combination of the three and do whatever else I do from a place of flow or else the alternatives just mentioned. The next is the ability to discover meaning and enjoyment in the activities they engage in with or without external incentives. And nothing wrong with external incentives. Certainly, entrepreneurship is rich with incentives, yet so much of it is about the day-to-day -day initiatives, projects, and even repetitive tasks, like, for example, much involved with putting these three videos out a week, which I love doing. We live in an exciting time right now. You know, 30 years ago, information was given to many exclusively by mass media. And people were walking around, acting like that information. And I didn't notice as many open-minded conversations as we see today. Now, anybody, including you, can start a YouTube channel or TikTok or whatever you'd like, and people will engage and benefit from your information. I got to see the whole world change. Back then, we were building the tech infrastructure in my corporate career and IT business. Now, we're sharing the ideas on it, as so much is automated now. And the technology is even building itself in your favor. Then we have here the ability to reveal our own goals and purpose rather than relying so much on external sources for motivation. So this is where people excel. They find deep symbolic meaning and purpose in the day-to-day -day initiatives. Next, a strong internal locus of control. This is where you get to listen to your inner voice from your vision rather than allowing opinions to sway you. You know, back in the days, many messages seemed to suggest you have to listen to this or you have to do this or you have to do that. Stop doing this or stop doing that. Those days are gone. Now you get to listen to yourself and trust yourself in relationship with your vision. Number five, not easily swayed by factors such as negativity, praise, or even rewards. This is again, following your heart and intuition. Related to number four, being autotelic means you look at external factors as optimization data and make your moves accordingly. Rewards, well, you enjoy them, yet you're not overly identified with them. 
you could drop them on the dime to honor the next phase of your calling. For example, I remember in 2012, a large IT firm was taking over some of my clients, which means I was transitioning my clients to them for a fee or a percentage, depending on the client. And eventually they sat me down and said, what do you want to do? The next phase for your business is the infrastructure we have. You can bring in the deals and we'll service them. You'll earn way more and you won't have to service again because that's what I became great at at that point. I started the business being skillful in IT and then built my sales and marketing skills to the point where they became my strong suit. Yet my heart was not in that industry anymore, so I passed up that lucrative deal, which would have also been easy money as I had many referral partners and lead sources, and all I had to do was dedicate time to nurture those deals. However, my heart wasn't there in selling IT services anymore. And I'm glad I transitioned because it worked out, and we perhaps would not have this video today, and things got even better, and continues to do so. So yeah, there's times where we leave rewards on the table because there are what you determine in your heart as greater rewards. Number six, inspired by their own desire to improve and succeed. So I get messages sometimes and there's nothing wrong with this. There's no problem with you having a desire for material possessions or prosperity. Don't let programming shame you for going after what you want. This is your life. Live it the way that you want. You want the car, the vacations, the clothes, whatever. It's yours. The key with this point is depending on what you are doing, it may involve deep work, a deep dedication to your craft. It is in those moments where you have the opportunity to do what you're doing from a place of blissful flow as you enjoy cultivating the skills. Enjoy as an in inner joy. I remember a while back, I was so into sales and marketing and developing that skill, which paid off in many ways, including my ability to speak to a broader audience in a relatable way, which during those days, I used to have a lot of fun with it. I would walk into stores and sell people the stuff in the stores for practice. This was on weekends and weeknights. I was selling my own products and services during the day. And even when I was driving or taking the subway to clients downtown, I would listen to audiobooks and podcasts on marketing and sales. So this fun little game I played in the stores would keep me sharp. Of course, I wouldn't make any money from selling their stuff. I would, however, take any opportunity I had to practice marketing and selling. Because there's no limit to the potential that you have for your craft. Even my friend who owned a bar lounge downtown on Saturday and Friday night. Sometimes I would help him direct people from the streets into his lounge. Alchemist style. Lose yourself in your craft so deeply that you become it. And practice experiential learning. Most of my time is dedicated to applying this information. Let's say 80-20 principle. Ballpark 80% in application and 20% reflecting on the application results the optimization data, and relating to the books or other information for further application. Number seven, the ability to find enjoyment in the process of an activity rather than solely focusing on the end result. So as we say here, we value the journey and the destination. And this is an autotelic experience. You experience them all as one. 
in everything you do, this is congruence. Again, there's no limit to the degree of commitment and consistency we bring to each moment, each day. The journey is as rewarding as the destination. And look, I now have many stories and you have stories as well. They happen on the journey and those stories are priceless beyond conjecture. They also inspire others to enjoy these blessings of life. So there are many more characteristics we could discuss. We'll save those for upcoming conversations. And I trust you have discovered your own as well. Autotelic is a way of life. So let's relate this all to the four categories in an experiential way to encourage this way of life. Now, as I go through my examples, allow yourself to reveal your own way. This has been my experience. So it may be different for you or some variation or maybe even similar or exact. So let's start with physical and then ascend our way up to the spiritual. So physical, there are many physical activities that connect me to this autotelic way of being, some of which include exercise and nature at the same time. I find that when I run in nature, it has relatability to all these areas. Some of my key decisions in life were made while I was running in nature. Physical exercise stimulates your body and gets a person out of their head. If they're becoming too cranial, which is rigidity of mind, they might not allow the insights to flow. I run a number of times a week. I lift weights five days a week. And that's actually usually when I get these thoughts that I share on my Instagram, which is linked in the description. Those are my mind calibrators to operate from being from the vision that I receive during exercise. I also find that exercise regulates my emotions. Otherwise, I can feel detached from the world, which has not been the case for a long time since I incorporated consistent exercise. And we can combine the two. Exercise in nature, which is what I like doing. Then we have emotional. Like physical, we can talk for many hours and still not cover even close the different ways to integrate the emotional areas. And so one of my favorite ways is knowing what emotions mean in relation with others. Emotional intelligence. So there's a book called Emotional Intelligence by Dr. Daniel Goleman. And he talks about how when relating with others, people relate better in a way that brings the relationship to a mutual harmony with emotional intelligence rather than being overly logical. Emotional intelligence is a person's ability to emotionally understand themselves, emotionally understand others, and from this understanding, establish a healthy relationship with themselves and others. People who practice emotional intelligence were found to be highly effective in their interactions with others and successful in leadership positions. Then we have mental. Now, mental for me is my entrepreneurship journey. It's plenty stimulating for my mind. It used to be technology, although yesterday I was enjoying learning and playing with Midjourney, the AI image generation program. Now I like assisting other businesses in sales, marketing, operations, leadership, and opportunities in business. For example, in marketing, different ways of building an audience. Then we have different ways that we can call out qualified prospects and engage in business with them. Also forming partnerships, building 
lifelong relationships with clients, while further discovering more pains, desires to serve them in ongoing fashion with additional products or services which we can create or partner with others to create or refer business for a piece. Then we have spiritual and related experience, which we could say is unexplainable phenomena, which for me a lot of times happens automatically. Prayer and meditation is simple. Meditation, I follow a Vipassana style, 20 minutes a day. And prayers, you can go with whatever style works for you, if applicable to your spiritual practice. Now there's what I call mystic phenomena, which is experienced at times as a mixture of spiritual and mental. For example, recently I was meditating and then I had this visceral scene like I was there first person. There was a woman, I'd never seen her before. Behind her was what looked like a bridge, outdoor somewhere, and it looked like her facial expressions were indicating that she was watching me appearing from her eye cues, body language, and smile. And I felt it for a minute or two. I was looking at her and she was looking at me. And then it faded away. I mentioned this to one of my friends and she said, maybe it was a subscriber. And then it clicked. Maybe this was a remote viewing experience. And if that was the case, I wonder what this woman was thinking, seeing me appear and then disappear like that. Another time I saw a house, it was very distinct looking. The driveway layout and how it was set up. But I felt when I was walking in front of it, that it exists. Then one day, and this was a few years ago, when I was staying up north from Toronto, I was driving back up because I would come down for the weekend and then head up for the week. When I was driving up, I just happened to take another exit and I ended up on a side street. And then it popped in my mind. The neighborhood reminded me of the home I saw. So I pulled into this side street and then I saw it. And I'm sure it was the same house because it was very distinct looking and nothing like I've seen before. So I find these kinds of experiences, they seem to all of a sudden start happening, or perhaps that I became more aware of them happening. I always felt like I knew the steps before they happen in business and relationships with intuition. And so I live by it more so than before, guiding me along the way. However, these kinds of experiences, and there are others as well, we can discuss them in upcoming videos. I believe they seem to happen on their own. And when experiencing them in imagination feels like I'm actually there, then I see the same place. So then I entertain the thought now and then of was I actually there? And if I was there, did I disappear from where I was or was I there and here at the same time? Different people share different answers based on what I share, which is based on their belief system about this phenomena. I rarely feel like intentionally doing these things. And if they happen too often, I can stop them from happening and they don't for a while. I find these also happen more often and I can adjust how often since I made flow a priority in 2017. And we know that flow is alpha brainwave and it borders theta brainwave, which is state akin to sleep or hypnagogic state where mystical phenomena seems to happen. And also the subconscious is very open to suggestion, which is why we see so many people change radically, physically, mentally, and emotionally as a result of such mystic phenomena. Now I've met those who seem to have 
challenges recalibrating these four after these kinds of experiences. And they often ask for some guidance. And I share from my experience that integrating the four areas harmoniously, like how we discussed today, helps. Again, find your own style. This is the autotelic way. So I trust you found this video to be helpful. Let's go ahead and conclude this with an auto-suggestion to further encourage. You could say, from the spiritual to the physical, all is in harmony with who I am ideally. As I think and emotionally relate in harmony with the world from my vision. Upon acknowledging this harmonious relationship in consciousness, I dwell in and live from this ideal state of being physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually in a natural, effortless, flow-based, autotelic way of life. You've been listening to Insights and Perspectives. As mentioned, these podcasts are audio extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map using the video by visiting josephrodriguez.com download. To deeply integrate this information, in relation to your goals and your visions, I suggest taking a look at my five programs. You can check them out at onlinetrainingforentrepreneurs.com. Until next time, thank you for being a subscriber, and it is an honor and blessing to be part of your journey.